in a Faro, Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast and basically becoming the nation's number one pro wrestling broadcast only here at Village Connection Radio at Rockstar Studios. At the helm is none other than the owner, the superstar, Mr. Jim Savelli. Jimbo! What up? And to my right is none other than the star of the show, Jimmy Farrow. Yo. And our special guest, back for round two, people. Round two. Ding, ding. Former rocker and WWE <laughs> superstar, Marty Jannetty. <laughs> you want to give the credentials to Mr. Jannetty? Yeah, all right. right. All right. Oh, my God. Wow. Hell hath frozen over. That was better than that girl last night. Uh, what? There you go. Oy, oy, oy. Anyway... Ladies and gentlemen, our distinguished guest, Marty Gennetti, born Frederick Martin Gennetti. Oh, well, that's true. You didn't have a say in it. February 3rd, 1960. American retired professional wrestler. Are you retired? <laughs> in a career spanning more than three decades, he's worked for the promotions, including WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment, American Wrestling Association, World Championship Wrestling, and Extreme Championship Wrestling. Has won a total of 20 championships. This is where I get dizzy. American, American Wrestling Association. Tag Team Champions, two times of the world with Shawn Michaels. Central States Wrestling, he's got several things going on here. Central States Heavyweight Championship, two times. Tag Team Championship, how many times? Five times. Tommy Rogers twice, Bob Brown and Shawn Michaels. Embarrassing. Jeez, man, you must have gotten exhausted. Central Which State one? TV Champion. CWA, I remember them. AWA Southern Tag Team Championship two times with that guy, Shawn Michaels. Mm -hmm. There he is again. Yeah, he's, yeah, the other, exactly, the other rocker. Uh, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, ranked number 13 of our, oh, we love top five, you know, PWI 500, ranked number 13. What year was this? 1993, ranked number 33 in the top 100 tag teams of the PWI years. Should be higher on this too. What's going on here? What, thir oh, instead of 30, 32? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you're not really, you're not, you're not that upset about it. Mistreatment. Oh, a little bit. All right. Then we got the match of the year. Everybody's always mistreating you, brother. What's going on? You need to be careful. Yeah. You, okay. Oh, my God. Already? We just started. Anyway, 1993. Wait, wait, hold on. I'm not trying to disrespect you, bro. I'm what? just saying. What is it? Going to this time. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm getting time. nervous already. Look, listen. 1993 match of the year versus Shawn Michaels on Monday Night Raw, May 17th. I'm not done reading the resume. Okay. No brawling until I'm done. <laughs> All right? No brawling, what else man. do we got here? Worldwide Wrestling Alliance. There, too, he was over there. World Wrestling Federation. World Wrestling Federation Intercontinental Championship, as we know. And World Wrestling Federation Tag Team Championship with the... Uh, one, two, three, kid. One of my all-time, yeah, <laughs> yeah, whatever. I mean, X-Pac, way cooler. Anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Tag Team of the Year, 1989, with Shawn Michaels. Ladies and gentlemen, hell has frozen over. This is the rocker, Marty Gennetti. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you know how we do it, though. Rocking and rolling, strutting, strolling, slamming, jamming, moving, grooving. Yep. That pretty much sums that up, folks. Mike, what do you got? Let's get this ball rolling. So, Marty, welcome back to New York, my friend. How's it going? Good, brother. Yeah, what do you got planned for today? Um, I'm trying to sit still. Trying to sit still? Yeah, yeah, because... Well, you're simply you got, like you got, Hendrix. Hendrix you got, you're just, just trying to get up every day. How'd that turn out? From before. What happened? No, I'm going to try to let it peace out. I'm going to mm -hmm. let it peace out. He's letting it peace out? But, what, what's that? But... Last time I was here, y'all remember? Yeah, we remember. How couldn't we remember? <laughs> See? Oh my God, would you please go uh, on? It wasn't that bad. I mean, I can tell the truth or I can lie. We always like the truth here, Amante Nefaro, Mr. Gennetti. Well, you can give us your version. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that's going to be, but this should be cute. Go on. Look, man, when I come... You're all good. You're all good. <laughs> Don't forget, he's watching. Go on. <laughs> no, it was just some things, and I got no problem saying. Go ahead. Last time I came up, yeah, I was pain-filled up. 
Yeah. I hope I can't go to jail for that. No, no you're okay. Oh, no. You're no. Taking this Come thing. on now. No, I'd be paying people up. What causes what causes something like that with, with to happen? With Viagra's? No, with the medication. What causes that to happen? Well, I mean, when you're in so much pain and, and man, it's so hard now to get it. The doctors are obviously, all, you know, because everybody's dying. Do you have a regular doctor? Yeah, I, yeah. You have someone yeah, you go to consistently. Back, they they backed they off. You, yeah, they give you so much. Okay. Uh, all the time and the week and the dose because all the okay. Are you are you uh, look? Can I ask you honestly? Are you aware of what what's going on sometimes when you take the pill? and go, oh, cool. what did I just do? I, you sometimes know? I get embarrassed by it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. But, you know, when I'm, when I'm taking them, yeah. um, I'm trying to kill this pain. Obviously. It's, it's Look, no one questions pain. what you put your body you know, through. I actually have one of the crutches, which is embarrassing. Right. You know, you're a big bad wrestler. You right. Well, you also you're also full of uh, pizza dough too. So. Oh my God! Right. Yeah. You, you Just had, saying. You, you yeah. Know where, you know where that was from? The best pizza place in the Long Island. Really? What was that? Joey's. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was called Shitholios. Uh, well, well, anyway, Mar- Marty, we got a glass yeah. table for you if you need it, so you're all good. A glass yeah, table? Oh, it's right a mirror. Here. I'm if, sorry. If you got the cameras, why is this white powder and stuff on there? And then you're going. It's residue. On, it's on residue from last show. Oh yeah, okay. my god! From yeah, the la- from the last year you were here. And if you use that table, there's really no excuse because you can no, see was, what you're doing. According to so. the man, it was in the bathroom. It happened in the bathroom. The man? I didn't know the man showed up. That man would be me. Oh, you're the man? I would be the officer man. Officer Monty. Very interesting. Uh-oh. Police Officer Monty. Police Officer Monty. Please, Officer Monty? Well, you know, listen. If we could get past it, we will get past it, right? I, I, you know what? I at least give you credit for coming back luck, on yeah. the show. Absolutely. I don't know. Maybe you're scared. I don't know. What? Oh, really? A what? I didn't catch that. Repeat that one more time, and we'll yeah, see please, what happens. Please. Tough guy. Man, either you did your homework or you didn't. What is, was your next line going to be, get froggy? Uh, <laughs> what? What's froggy? Listen, dude, I'm trying to show you respect because of your your uh, your legendary status, yeah. okay? And we're a wrestling show, and a lot yeah, of wrestling you fans. You that with the bullshit you were saying. Why, well, you call it bullshit? I don't call it bullshit. it bullshit. I'm trying to keep it real, bro. I was in there doing what I had to do. Listen, oh, listen. Oh, let me let me not, tell you something. I want to make. I want to. I could have been like Sid Vicious and just said, "Hell with y'all, I ain't showing up." Yeah, you could have. Like so I give you, okay. I give you credit for being more of a man than Sid. No, it's fine. But I mean, I could have done that, but I wasn't going to do that. But I'm going to keep it real, bro. Right? We're all human beings, and you know what? Too real right now. Again. You gotta be listen, dude. You hey. gotta be careful who you speak to, right? I'm a 51 year old guy, and no matter who you think you are, you know this could be a problem. So let's keep this cool, right? Because this is oh now he's gonna turn the fucking microphone. Oh tough guy. Oh. Okay, now keep talking. At what point am I? This allowed is your fucking buddy, at right? What po- at what point am I allowed? To oh say no, you're, so you're hands off. Good, now hold on a second. At what point am I allowed to say anything? Good. Can something. I say something? The only thing I'll say to Marty Gennetti is this. I have loved wrestling since I was a child, okay? And I was a fan of yours since I was a young man. I've always loved you. I've always rooted for you, you know? This, you were our first signing. You are our first, you know what? Fuck this shit. You are our first guy. You are our first guy. You have any idea how excited I was that you were coming? Then why'd you let that man Hold on. No, 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 no. This man's also my best friend from childhood. Okay. Can, can he hear my microphone? I don't know if you don't have the microphone in front yeah, of you, so you want people to hear what you're saying. I don't know. I'll guide you that you know, way, too. All I'm saying is this. Just for a second, try to put yourself for one minute in my position, okay? I was so excited you were coming, right? That was too. When, when, you, show, when you showed up, I don't want to start getting into where you were previous that day, but I feel like a puppet master was playing some games with you. And it really disturbed me. Yo, Jimmy, because, you know what? I appreciate... I appreciate and I'm not putting it on Marty, by the way. Okay, so I appreciate... I'm putting it on the puppet master. I appreciate... I'm putting it on the puppet master, you're okay? Giving, you're giving that person that much credit? You know what? Because that's way more... I uh, feel... I feel listen, dude, I you're, feel, listen, you're, listen, you're making a show about somebody else. This is a grown-ass man. I'm trying man. to explain this how is a grown I felt ass that man. day. Yo, I dude, understand he's a grown... I'm trying to explain to him how this felt I'm about to fucking. End. I'm serious. I'm about to fucking walk right the fuck out. Because this is the shit I knew was going to happen. What do you mean? This is the bullshit. Well, what You're would you fucking like cowtowing to, to him. I'm not cowtowing to him at all. Well, I, this is... I'm, I'm explaining to him how I, I knew. Felt. Look, I knew two, two different Dude, ways. you want to fight two. him? Go ahead. Yeah, I'm not get out of the way. And you, can, and you two can fucking have at it. Because at the end of the day, 
This was you know about. What? I actually don't mind you know? that goddamn shit. Well, 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 I actually well, don't well, mind well, that well, shit. Did you see what we just did? Yeah, I saw you assault him, you fuck! That's what I saw! Right, let me back him up. Back up. Okay. Big tough guy, huh? Calm down. It's my fault. I'll take anything you throw at me, motherfucker! What? Respect the hell out of you! What are you doing, bro? Take your jacket. And if you need to know how to control your best friend, you said. Alright. It's my fault. The fuck, Marty? Marty, man, what the fuck, bro? That was bad. That was bad. Oh, we're still in the air. Are you all right? Yeah. We're still in the air, bro. Take the interview. I'll be back in a minute. You all right? Yeah, sit down. Okay, sure. Finish your obligation. No, 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 I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh. Finish the interview. I'll be back. In Finish the interview. I'll be right back. Relax. Fuck that. I want a cigarette. No. Not. No. We're playing right now. We're we are. This is a game. We're no. We're on air. Oh, we're still on air? Yeah. This whole fucking time? It's on air! Why don't you come down, Butcher? You come down too! Stop. We're breaking shit. Can't diffuse, but I know all oh, 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 the tricks up your sleeve. Cause you, you and I used to sing just to pass by the time, and I can't let go without a thought you thought to wear a song made Some ring away, but the echo of yours seem to stay. When I listen close, what I hear may be fake See you feel real now And I'll be honest That what we've got here 
HBWW Hall of Famer from the LOD, Road Word Animal. And who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do this when? Now? I'm watching a match! W what is now? Now is it? Oh, now. Yeah. Thanks. Hey, this is the Pharaoh from Monty and the Pharaoh. I just want to say thank you to our subscribers as we now have hit the 10,000 plateau. Thank you to all our subscribers out there. But I'm going to ask our subscribers to take the next step for us and become a full-fledged YouTube Monty and the Pharaoh member. Yes, that's right, folks. You can check it out. We've got three different levels. Uh, there's free shirts. There's free autographs. There's all sorts of perks for our members. There is nothing more we enjoy than giving you this program. And to do that, we need your support, and we appreciate your support. This is Jimmy Farrow, and don't forget to check out Monty and the Farrow every Thursday from Indie Music TV and on Cablevision here locally in New York, Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Farrow. Later. Is that good enough for you? Can I finish this? Lesnar's killing him. I'm pissed. All right, welcome to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty DeFaro, seen here every Thursday at 9 p.m. out of Indie Music TV in Ronkonkoma, Long Island. Matty Ice at the board, my friend. How are you? I'm doing great as always. How are you? All right, man. Always glad to see you. And I'm going to see you Saturday morning as we're going to have Money Inc. in studio from 10 a.m. till 12. Ted DiBiase and uh, Mike Rotunda. I'm a little froggy. <clears throat> to the right. The star of the show, Jimmy Farrell. What's up, brother? Yep. Back again. What's going on? How you feeling? Oh, man. I'm in pain today. What's going on? There's something wrong with my neck. Got a little neck problem happening? Yeah. Yeah. It's like all numb and tingly over say, here. I was this thinking maybe good. Gangrel from Sunday might have bit your <laughs> neck. You might feel I, like... Uh... I should have picked another body part. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're good. Besides, vampires eat fruit cups. Uh, vampires eat fruit cups. They eat fruit cups. I saw one. I saw a vampire eating a fruit cup. It was uh, It was different. It was different. Listen, so we got to clear the air on some stuff before sure. we get to uh, Tony Atlas is going to clear what's uh, going on with his mind. We'll be dialing up Tony shortly. Fair enough. But let's talk about a little bit of, uh, we were discussing before the show, King Kong versus Godzilla has come do, up on HBO. We're going to do and this right away. And I want right the fans away, huh? out there to understand, if you root for Godzilla, <laughs> it's friggin' un-American, uh, people. God. Come on, let's get realistic you're here. you're playing the snowflake race card on Godzilla. What is wrong with you? Dude, why are you so, like anti-kong i'm not i'm not anti-kong so i'm just pro godzilla uh, i've always been a godzilla first guy and i'm i'm learning later on in life that i'm a lousy american for for doing such you've guilted me what's going on here why is why is it wrong to like godzilla more than king kong what makes me unpatriotic i i pay my taxes i sing the star spangled banner i know the words i understand you know i understand so uh what's the what's the issue just because i find godzilla to be much more of a badass than king kong because you were making King Kong to turn out to be feel like he's a, a wimp. Well, if you throw shots at Godzilla, my inner Zilla will come out. I can't even believe that you call him Zilla. That's I love Zilla. Well, actually, that's not really that's my nickname for him. But Zilla now technically is known as that 1998 Matthew Broderick bomb that came out. Terrible. The iguana terrible. is known as Zilla now nowadays. <laughs> but uh, you know, he was always Zilla to me before the iguana showed up in '98. Oh well. I hear you. You know. So the fans are in a tizzy about the Peacock Network. Uh, it's really knocking out material from the 
1988-98 Raw segment. Right. And knocking out all the old, you know, not the old school stuff, but the Sounds Attitude like the... Era stuff. And they knocked out the Piper thing. What are your feelings on that whole thing? Uh, well, uh I got a side with it. And you know what? It was kind of refreshing to hear on WFAN here in New York, Evan Roberts, who's a pro wrestling fan, going off on this subject. While Carton looked at him like, who cares? My sandwich is delicious today. He could care less about pro wrestling. And there's Evan Roberts going blind. And I agreed with him. He goes, I, as the paying adult consumer, know exactly what I'm purchasing when I purchase the WWE Network. Don't censor my pro wrestling. Well, so I, you know, I, I, you know, I'm pretty angry about it too. You might as well take most of the attitude over now and flag it. I mean, come on, man. And where's the WWE to go to Peacock? I guess they got their money. Who cares? But they you know, go to. What are you doing? That's part of our history. What are you? Well, doing? let me ask you this: You're you're the Peacock Network. You've, yeah. You've rented the WWE Network. I guess for it's their right. Five years. Right. You want to make sure you don't offend anybody, right? Because you want people <laughs> dropping the, subscriptions. So you got to understand wrestling. where they're coming from. I mean, what do they? What do they think they purchased? You know. I mean, if you purchase the Black Sabbath catalog, the odds are that there might be some controversial material there, in there. Is there, is there a big, <laughs> to some, but not is me. it a big deal to not not like not have the Piper Bad News Brown match? I mean, no, really, I'm okay really with that. I mean, I deal. I get that part, but you know, some of that stuff was absolutely not meant in. Uh, you know, some of it doesn't have to be censored. Let's see what they do with it. Let's see how much more we wind up going. Wait, wait a minute, what happened to Trish Stratus's cleavage? <laughs> yeah, well, I heard they're also blowing out the uh, Stone Cold middle finger. Oh no, you, no, no, no! Now we're going too far. I've what? Got the, I've got what? The, I've got the Pe Peacock Network though. It's a, it's it's, what? A, it's a much more difficult to maneuver around than the WWE. Network. I hate it. It's not <laughs> so oh, you far. Have it? I hate it. I I did get it. Oh, you did. I did. I I, I persevered and I got it. And the first thing it's I went actually to, cheaper than the network. Yeah, but but here's the problem. The first thing I went to look for because we're a couple of fossils. Yeah. You know, I went to look for All Star Wrestling and it's not there. Well, oh, it'll be around in like six to eight months. I don't trust you. I'm not so sure we're going to get a lot of that classic material that we had on the old network. You get, I, but you got the Young Rock. Oh, I'm so... Well, outside of Sheiky Baby, am I really... Sheiky you know, Baby's pouring himself out to every podcast. Sheiky Baby! Out there, man. He's on Sheiky every Baby! How could you do Sheiky that? Baby you'll, make us look like, you'll make us look like Jabroni! Partout! I'm done with Sheiky Baby. <laughs> Come on! He's on every fucking podcast <laughs> oh out there. God. That's terrible. Oh, my God. Our friend superstar, Billy Graham... Posted uh, oh, recently, jinxed and haunted by a child. This is what Billy had to say, fans. Oh. Hello, fans. As you can see with your own eyes on this program, it is obvious that I, an adult male, was replaced by a mere child that looked like he was still growing through puberty. Every time I heard Backlund whisper into the microphone held by Vince Jr. and call it a promo, I'd get physically ill <laughs> from the explosion... <laughs> To a barely audible, well, Vince, I will do my best. I would say to myself, and this child's going to replace me? The fix was in. And the yes, fix. it was a dark cloud over my sellout after sellout at MSG and dark. other are arenas. Dark cloud. I have nothing more to say about this disgraceful debacle. Superstar Billy Graham. Thoughts? Really? You really want the thoughts on this? Absolutely. Okay. okay. Well... He was referring to the program when he says, as you could see with your own eyes, this was one of those classic programs that would come out every month at the Garden. And he's referring to Backlund as a child, as basically a boy. This, this child is going to replace me. Well, here's the best part, and we talked about this earlier on the phone. Here's a couple of facts for you, superstar Billy Graham. Bob Backlund was the headline main event champion at the Madison Square Garden, and we watched it sell out one time after another for almost six years. Okay, his resume speaks for itself. Secondly, as we all know, and Backlund confirmed, and as you know too, superstar, you know it, that this child would have beat your ass in for real, right? If you had a problem behind the scenes and you were going to try to pull some shit when it was your time to do the job to Bob, he would have beat your ass if you had tried to do anything else. I don't know what his problem is nowadays. It's it's sad to see him do stuff like this. Backlund respects him. 
Backlund talked I, about I, him I, in a respectful you, did tone. Did you think he respected him from the I, book? I think he respected him enough. He told the truth. Does that make him, you know, a dick? I don't think so. I thought Backlund told the truth with, with the utmost grace you possibly can when you're talking about someone else having a problem with you becoming champion. Sure. I don't think he sat there and bashed him. He was even grateful to him for their initial first conversation that got Bob thinking about wrestling in the first place. Mm. I thought Bob was very respectful. You know, he wasn't calling him a, the names that I'm hearing here. This child, you know, this 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 boy, you know, basically, I I don't agree. I, I don't know why he has to do this late in his life here. You know, talk this way. It doesn't it doesn't make him look very good, quite honestly. You know, the fix was see, in. I'm a little, the fix was It's wrestling. It the it. fix is in. I can't anymore. Did, you did superstar Billy Graham. I, you know, I didn't even look this up, and I should have. Do you yeah. think he really sold out every one of his main events? Look, I think he did Greg great. Graham? But the point is, is do you really think that that was going to last another six, seven years? That's, I don't think so. That's the bigger problem. That's the bigger problem. He thinks that his gimmick would have stayed that no. way forever, and no. I don't believe and if it at all. they turned him face, it wouldn't have lasted. And, and a great point you made to me too. If that gimmick was so damn great, then how come he withered like a like a after those days of being champion? Agreed. Where was his heavyweight? Where was his NWA heavyweight title? Where was his AWA heavyweight title? Why didn't he just turn around and go? Well, I'm a main event guy. I'll show you. Because when AJ Styles knew he was a main event guy in TNA, wouldn't you know? You know, keep. He knew it. He had to go somewhere else. Goes to Japan, main event guy. Goes to uh, WWE, main event guy. Right, right. You know, AJ Styles has more staying power. What are we talking about here? You know? I don't know, man. I think what's disgraceful is saying these sorts of things about Bob. Rob, Dela Rob Delaney says out there, they dropped the ball not making superstar champ. Who's they? I don't know. Who dropped the ball? Well, the I WWE mean, he was did champ. make him champ. He was champ. Now, if he's yeah. trying to say and that, he beat they Bruno. should let him stay huh. face. And, and Interesting. Uh, I could have gotten another year or two. Disagree. I don't no, think he was. Could have gotten another year or two, maybe. Yeah. But and that's Vin it. Vince D says out there, Superstar was not a good wrestler. No, but he had no, it. No, he did he, have it. People wanted to see him. He absolutely had a killer look. He could him. talk absolutely. killer. He had it factor. Listen, Vince Sr. knew what he was doing. He could tell a he good tale in the ring. He put the strap on Backlund. It made sense. Look, guys, the WWE ran their business with the faces champion, bring in the bad guys, rotate them out. They weren't a traveling band like the right. NWA back in the day right. where your bad guy champion would take on the face right. of, of your Go from town to town, right, town right? to town. You know, And you know what else gets lost in this? Because this is the days before kayfabe. Bob Backlund was a legitimate athlete. Yeah. And that did play into his aura. I don't know if people at home that didn't see that time period realized that. Mm. That was a huge part of his aura. A former national champion who you knew could pin somebody in a second. And his strength was ridiculous. Absolutely. Ridiculous. Off the charts. I would like to thank the band that sings the theme song for the Monty and the Farrell Show. Our own Jimmy Farrell along with his partner, Bart Griggs, who we call the greatest songwriter in... American history. <laughs> what is going on? As part you? of the band Wisteria <laughs> Hall. Wisteria Hall sings such great songs as In My Dreams, This Life, Not Far Behind, and Here Comes the Range. Uh, you can find their music on Spotify, iTunes, and Reverb Nation. And I'm asking the fans out there, please go to the Wisteria Hall YouTube page. Give it a thumbs up. Please give it a like. Subscribe if you want. Uh, greatly to support that band. This is the Monty and the Farrow Show. If you didn't know that, you could see Monty and the Farrow on the Monty and the Farrow YouTube fa page, the Monty and Farrow Facebook Live page. I am twisting my words. Hear us on the iHeartRadio, I Spotify, <laughs> Anchor. See us on Twitch TV, Monty and the Farrow. And Channel 115 every Tuesday go. from 7 to 7.30. That's New York Cable. Oh. Every Saturday from 6 a.m. to 6.30 on Channel 115. And on Channel 20, just a few hours from now, on Friday from 1 a.m. to... One thirty. Oh, lovely. Coming up, we will be dialing up WWE Hall of Famer Tony Atlas. Um, again, I we are diving into this local pool. Me. Uh, okay. On, if anyone doesn't know, and there's a lot of people out there that do know, hmm. Tony posted that he's no longer going to appear on, I believe, what is it, the Boston Wrestling Federation page. I don't know if I'm okay. naming it right. Okay. Um, there was some sort of falling out. I know that the host is saying that there uh, there was a no-show going on with Tony. Again, I don't know everything that's going on. Right. Larry Love, what's up, brother? Thank you for joining us. Ricky B, again, thank you for joining us. Springer, you're a Springer. Thank you for joining us. Marty Greenfield, 
Uh, thank you for joining us. Um, I know what Tony told me, mm -hmm. but it doesn't make sense for me to repeat what Tony told me. So I asked Tony to come on, and he told me, Monty, uh, you know, because he's been a, he's a friend of the show. Sure. He said this is the one and only time I'm going to speak about this situation. Okay. All right. Um, so. I know the people want to hear. Uh, I just ask everybody to be respectful, and I know you are. And uh, we're going to go to a quick commercial break. I'm going to make sure I dial up Tony, make sure the sound is good so everybody could hear. Please get your questions in for Tony after he tells the story. I will certainly do that. Marty Greenfield, Greenfield you're saying that uh, Pete Sanchez was a good wrestler. One of our favorites. Pete Sanchez. I'll be right back after this commercial break. Might have to run on a little more. Need long. a body shop? You need engine repair? Auto Excellence. Collision Specialist. 631-261-6420. That's 631-261-6420. Auto Excellence. Jeff Quest. Graphics Design. Custom Vinyl Lettering. And all your art and video needs. 516 317 8204. That's for Jeff Quest Graphic Design. The Monty and the Pharaoh Show is brought to you by. Because wine is your second favorite four letter word. California wine. New York attitude. Good fucking wine. Yeah. Jimmy, I gotta take a dump. What? No. I mean, I need a dumpster. <sighs> well, for all those needs, you need to call Big V Dumpster Rental. Long Island, New York, 631-900-DUMP. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and Farrell, only seen here out of Indie Music TV every Thursday at 9 p.m. to 10 p.m.? Yeah, that's us. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Last I checked. All right, on the phone... On the phone. ...is Hall of Famer... Mr. USA. Tony Atlas. How you doing, my good friend? <laughs> good to see you, my friend. Oh, good to hear good from to you. Good to see you. Wow, well, you, good do, to hear from you, you do have magical powers. How you doing out there, man? How's everything going, Tony? What's going on? What? Well, I shouldn't have done it. <laughs> but I, I, I went down to the zoo. <laughs> what? And I climbed into the baboon cage. No, no. No. And I tried to kiss a baboon. <laughs> what? How'd that go? The, the baboon rejected me. <laughs> now, let me ask you something. Have you ever been rejected by a baboon? I can't say I have. I have not, but I've I've never that attempted. Good, that is not a good feeling. <laughs> did you did you bring some gum to maybe it was your breath? I mean what, what? No, I like a, a, a baboon. <laughs> like if you look at him they're very respected. If, if you look at him from the head, it looks like his brain is coming out of his rectum. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this is true. You're in the nut house now, so <laughs> <laughs> nut house now. Tony, I gotta tell you, I can't, I, I can't wait till you come into the area. To uh, you're gonna be doing an event with one of our sponsors in Port Jefferson, Tag, which is an art gallery. Uh, we're looking forward to that. Um, Thank you. It's gonna be great. So, Tony, we spoke last Friday, and uh, you got a bunch of people watching right now. Real quick before, how's the audio, Matt? Got some guys saying the audio is not great. It is not great. What do I need to do? Hold on, people. Hang out, Tony. Hold on. We all need to stop rushing and just relax. I'm in no hurry. All right. I just want to make sure your audio is good. Hang in there, buddy. Ladies and gentlemen, Matty Ice's backside. <laughs> 
Oh! Uh, he, he's slick. He, he went to another. Wait a minute. What are the fans looking at? Uh, <laughs> I wish I was drinking right now. All right. How, how does this sound, Maddie? Testing. All right, Tony. Make a. All right. How, all right. So, Tony, I know we're not rushing, but we had some fans here. Uh, obviously, you have a relationship with the Boston Wrestling YouTube channel. You're on there a lot. People love you, as you know. People love when you come on this show. Also, uh, we spoke on Friday. There was something going on, on the internet. Can you tell the people? Matt, are we all right? Um, hold on, Tony. Hold on. Are we okay? Nope. All right, hold on, Tony. The audio is not great. I want to make sure everybody can hear what you're saying. Okay. This will happen sometimes, folks. I'm sorry with the uh, with the microphone. And hold on. Yeah, with me too. Sometimes I have gas. Sometimes I don't. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> me too. Yeah, I got a funny butt. What'd you have for lunch, baboon? Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, ba the ancient from Baboon. All right. <laughs> you know, Baboon have very sexy feet, right, Tony? Baboons? Oh, you're not? Oh, that's right. You're into shoes. Shoes. Sne sneakers. He's into sneakers. So it's sneakers. It's not high heels or anything. No, he's into, like, the shoes Oh, he's into themselves. all sorts of different shoes. How do you right. feel about flip-flops, Tony? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Slip on. All right. So, the, so Tony, they're telling, me the sound, they're telling me the sound is good. So let's get back to this. Yeah. You okay. called me on Friday. I asked you what was going on with the social media. The fans want to know why will they not see Tony Atlas on the Boston Wrestling And if I'm saying the channel wrong, I apologize. Wrestling Federation. <sighs> When I was a kid, <clears throat> when I was a kid, <clears throat> I used to walk to and from the gym every day, every day. <clears throat> then I met this lady, she said, Tony, you know you can say stuff a lot of time if you just catch the bus. Uh, what bus? She said, come on, I'll show you. And this lady walked up to the bus station. And at that time, you know, like we're like five cents. You give a guy five cents. He took me downtown. On the, the bus station was at the bus stop was only one block from my house. And he dropped me right off, right by the YMCA. I walk up the hill. I could work out. So all the energy I used to use walking, you know, I found out about that bus. Okay. Then uh, when I got into wrestling, <clears throat> uh, George Scott, the guy that trained me, my mentor, my true father, George Scott, my true father, was Scotsman, uh, used to be the Fran Scott's brothers. And he was a booker in uh, Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling back in the, in the 70s. Great booker. He's the one that really created WCW and everything. I mean, he created Ric Flair, all, all these stars, Rick and Steamboat. You know, George Scott was a very brilliant, brilliant, brilliant man. But he knew my background and everything, so he became like more like a dad to me than a, 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 a promoter or a booker or anything else. Uh, George Scott said, Tony, you have to become independent. If you don't take care of you, nobody else will. And so he said, you got to get a car. He said, in this business, you just need a pair of trunks, a pair of boots, a car, and a telephone. That's all you needed when I first started. So I said, oh, okay. So I went and did what George Scott did. Then I became a little independent. I went where I want to go and didn't have to depend on people to take me nowhere. Didn't have to walk, didn't have to take no bus. I had a car. So then... I learned a lot of other stuff. I, I went to w, uh, WWE back in 2008. And it's a thing that was, I went back to the, uh, I, I, I traveled with Mark Henry. 
And then when I came back, I was uh, the gym that I used to work at that I had to quit because I had under contract with Vince. <laughs> and I said, Tony, you just went with Vince for one week and you on the internet already. I said, what, what the hell, what, what the hell I do? So anyway, <laughs> he took me in, he turned on his computer. I never pay no attention to them, that, that gun computer. He turned on his computer and he said, look, that's you. And I was fussing with Mark Henry. And guess what we were fussing over? What? Mark Henry had no maps in his car. I'm going, Mark, how in the hell are we going to find our way on the highway? You ain't got no map. Mark Henry's going, Tony, we don't use maps no more. We got a GPS. I said, GP what? He said, GPS. I said, oh, Mark, come on now. Everybody, I ain't trusting that damn machine. I, I need a map. So somebody was taping this because it was funny as shit to them. And we standing by the trunk taking our bags. I'm not fussing with Mark in it. So what I did, I walked all the way to uh, some place that the fan, some of the rest of the fan told me, and I bought me a map. So Mark Henry started laughing at me. He said, Tony. <laughs> he said, I tell you what, we get to the next town. You you get your own rental car. I get a rental car. I use my GPS. You use your map and see who get there the first. <laughs> I learned about that that gum GPS. Then I got Mark Henry. The office told me to tell you, Tony, you need a cell phone. I said, "Why? Well, I got a home phone. <laughs> I need no cell phone. More money. Mark Henry said, Tony, come on, man. You need a cell phone. The office need to get, be able to get a hold of it. They got to send you email. They email you a ticket. I said, why they can't drop it off in the mailbox? <laughs> Mark Henry said, Tony, there's no more mailbox. You have to, they're going to email you your ticket. Okay? So finally, I got one of these deck gum cell phones. I thought I had an email, but I worked with WWE. Once I got rid of WWE, I went back to being Tony again. <laughs> then the coronavirus hit. <laughs> and then people started calling me to do these virtual stuff. Everything was over the computer. I had so many shows booked, and I don't know how many times, uh, and, and I'm sure my story is no different than any other old timer out there. A guy would call you up, give you a date, but give you a date. Then, then a week or two later, uh, you know, well, I'm sorry, Tony, uh, uh, you know, this and that, and that, that, we can't do the show, but, you know, uh, we got your man for the future, don't worry about it, you know, you know, you, you stay with us, you stick with us, you'll be fought through still. Sure. I, I hear that so many times. Sure. Because, and I, then I started thinking, George Scott said, if you don't take care of you, nobody else will, you need to be independent in this business. I listen more to my mom now that she is deceased than I did when she was living. I listened to more to my father, the only father I ever knew, George Scott, more now than I did when he was living. This man didn't know me. He's from Canada. He took me off the street, made me a star, protected me. I remember the old-time wrestlers used to already talk about, uh, they said, uh, uh, George liked him. I hear that all the time back in the George Scott likes him. Vince would have never took me back if it wasn't for George Scott. Mm. And if you notice, when, George, when Vince fired George Scott from uh, WWF, and, and George Scott got a job down in uh, Texas as the booker, I went with him. That's when the, that when the Black Superman uh, came up. You know, all the, I guess all this stuff. But anyway, getting back to what you asked me. <laughs> you know how Tony is, I ramble a lot. But anyway, <clears throat> the coronavirus. Well, first, no, let me back up a little bit. The first thing that happened in my life, my wife had a stroke. 
My wife had a stroke. Okay. The woman that saved my life. I, I'm gonna tell all y'all this. I would have died, died, thirty-one years ago. Y'all be talking about the late Tony Atlas. If it wasn't for Monica. This woman was walking home one day, saw me sleeping on a park bench in the snowstorm. Winds 40 to 50 miles per hour. Temperature in the 20s. And I'm laying on a park bench. I knew more millionaires than Rockefeller and couldn't get a fucking quarter. Mm. That's why so many freaking Americans are so freaking pissed off. I watched the TV. The only freaking time I hear any politician fuss about how much money the government is spending when they want to spend it on us. Yeah, I want my $1,400. Fucking yeah, I pay taxes. If I was from another country, you give it to me. You give me a hell of a lot more. Mm. You understand? We take care of every freaking body but us. There shouldn't be no, we shouldn't be having no hard time. We pray about, we number one, we did that, 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 that. It's infrastructure, infrastructure. Yes, fix the freaking infrastructure. You know what went up upstate New York? It takes me an hour to get across the fucking George Washington Bridge. Are you ripping me? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, we need to put money into us. We need to think about us. So, getting back, you know, you know how Tony is and whatever. I've been, I've been drinking, y'all. So, I tell all your fans. Marty, tell all you said, Tony's been drinking. Go ahead, Marty. Tony's been drinking, people. Tony's been drinking. <laughs> I love you, brother. No, I love you, you too, brother. brother. I love you. <laughs> Loosen my ass up before I get too tight. To right Tony, now, don't feel... Tired. Right now, Marty, I'm tighter than a... Than a did an ass stretch over a bass drum. <laughs> that's that's tight, brother. I hear you. <laughs> yeah, but, but getting back to, to what you and the fans been waiting all night to hear... The corona, the, my wife had a stroke. And she went to the hospital. And uh, they told me for the rest of her life, she's going to need 24-hour uh, care. She could never be left alone again. Mm. And she was there for me when nobody else was. She looked at me that day and she said this to me. If you need a place to stay you can stay with me if you need a place to stay you can stay with me didn't ask me for nothing she brought me home now man you then we're gonna go over the time Marty, that you wanted me to do but let me talk about it i ain't got long on this earth okay okay it's, it's all yours we, you okay with I, that I, right I, I yeah I got, all, I, all of my friends did i don't have long on this earth do me, don't that. be in a don't be in a hurry to go tony slow down brother but yeah go uh, on all man right, all right all right go thank, on, thank bro. you my brother love you to death you too bro anyway, and you're not alone drunk by the way this is my wife sure sure I've never been with a white woman a day in my life. Nah. It was bad for my career. So I, when I saw a white woman, I ran from her. <laughs> <laughs> I got a fucking full of her. And I possibly can't. Because I know I've been in this business. I, I know what's going on. I know about the, I, I, you know, my mom said, fuck the dumb shit. We know what the real deal is, okay? Let's get, we grown up now. Sure. If we can, if grown-ups cannot discuss problems sensibly and honestly, then we're not grown yet. We just kids in in men's and women's bodies. Understood. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm an old man now. I ain't got long to live. I'm gonna tell you what I gotta say now. That's a good thing about being old. You don't give a shit what you say anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> <a good laughs> Trump. 
Now I love Trump. People say, Tony, why you like Donald Trump? I mean, he's old. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how we talk to a whole person and tell you, they say, go help yourself real quick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, brother, we know we ain't got long here. Well, that's us. Yeah, that's right. You're going to learn that too one day. I'm not in a hurry. Know. Wait, slow down. <laughs> I'm not in a hurry. Wait. There ain't no hurry. It's coming. <laughs> and, and you know what happens when you get old, you're going to look back and you're going to say, Damn. That was quick. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I feel like yesterday. Yep. But anyway, getting back. So she took me in. She took my clothes. She pulled out the window. Why do you think she done that? Because you're Mr. USA and she wanted to see you in the in the nude? No, I ain't took a fucking shower in a year and a half. Oh, my God. Oy. What? Stop and think for one minute. If you homeless, where are you gonna take a shower? Very true. Very true. Oy. Stop! Oh. Up. oh God! When people look at homeless, they forget. Then where they gonna take a shower? Where you take a shit? Mm. What you wipe with? Right. Sure. I lived that. Sure. Understood. I lived it for a year and a half mm. until this woman came along. And say, you can stay with me. I slept on her kitchen floor on blankets. Vomiting. All over myself. My stomach couldn't hold food. She started to feed me. She tried to fatten me up the front. Won't make me vomit. <laughs> I vomit for a week. Hmm. And this woman held me in her arms, set up, and this woman worked. Got up, had to be at work at 7 in the morning. She had no car. She never drove. She's from Germany. She walked to work and walked back. And the walk was one mile. She walked a mile to work and a mile back. The place she worked at Clover Mountain. If you ever come to Maine, you look at Main Street, you look it on the map, I can use the address, you can map it all out, it's a mile. And she did it every day. She came home and she fell out. She had a a, 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 a daughter that, that she raised here by herself. She'd been raped multiple times. Because we take advantage of other people because we think they are less than us. She couldn't speak English good, so when she came to New York, when she first came here, the people took advantage of her. Mm. And when I met her, I told her, nobody, nobody is ever going to take advantage of you again. You are my woman from here on out. She faced racism. They told my wife when she married me, why you married that disgusted ass nigger? That's what they told my wife. My wife said, I'm not used to this. We don't have this in Germany. Mm. I said, you kidding me? She said, no, Germans are not racist. I didn't believe her. I went to Germany. Guess what? They're not racist. If I hit the lottery right now today, I'd move to Germany. Right now today, I would treat it like gold there. I was treated like gold when I went to the Middle East. Correct, they treat me like gold. Japan, they treat me like gold. England, they treat me like gold. These are all the things that, see, what happened with me and Dan got nothing. Let me let me set the rabbit straight on Dan right now, okay? You ready? Sure. I'm ready. Dan is a wonderful person. Hard worker, dedicated. Just ain't got enough money to do what he want to do. Great idea, just don't have the financial backings. You hear him many times say, we need to keep these wrestling working. And that's what he wanted to do. He really, really, really wanted to do that. You got another guy, John Callahan, MJ, uh, 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 a collection. He really, really want to do. By the way, he's a sponsor of the you show, Tony. 
Yeah, yeah, you got you got Mario uh, uh, Mancini. Really, 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 really do. You got Joe Brewer. You we know this. The problem is they can't keep a, they can't afford us. You know that, Marty. Yep. A wrestler got to make a living. But let's say, for example, you know, I'm just going to throw some numbers out, not no exact figure. Let's say uh, you offer a wrestler five hundred dollars to do something. When the wrestler is driving, he's going to spend at least two fifty, three hundred to get them back home. So to that wrestler, that's a two hundred dollar payday. See, when I say Dad paid me two hundred dollars, I thought it ducked my expense. He paid me two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Five turned into two real quick. What happened with this right window? When it's virus here, I used to get a rental car. I used to get a good deal. Nobody used to brag about it. If I wanted it for one day, I got it for 50 bucks. If I wanted it for the weekend, I got it for 120 Guess what happened? After the virus. That car cost me 90 bucks now. Boston is only 120 miles from me and Dad. Mm-hmm. But it cost me 150 bucks to go there and come back home now. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Tony, if I can ask I you, you want to use it. Remember the the, the, the what's called the. Uh, see, like I said, this got nothing to do with dad. Mm-hmm. So I can't afford to work with him anymore, and he can't afford to pay me more. He's trying his best. He tried. God bless me. That that man busts his fucking ass. He's a great guy. I love that. I just can't work for him no more at them prices, and he can't pay me no more. Understood. If he pay me more, I got to do more work. To do one of these drawings that everybody always asks me to do, if you know that they're dots, how long do you think you put them in the fucking dots together? Yeah. Days. Days, my brother. Look at your picture. How long do you think it took me to do one of them? Mm-hmm. Long time. Long time. Mm-hmm. Long time. So, well, let me try to sum of this up. And, and so the fans could really understand what I'm what I'm getting at. So anyway, I learned about the bus. I learned about cars. I learned about cell phone. Then the reverse hit. All my shows got canceled. And then George Floyd. And then. George Floyd. And I said, Tony, every time you leave, you go into neighborhoods where people don't know you. You got out of town plates. When you get stopped, they're going to shove a gun in your face. It's not safe for you to be out there no more. What if you get stopped, Tony? Will you be living tomorrow? So when I'm doing a show now, I have to look at my life is on the line. Now, if they fly me, I'm safe as a button, but I don't fly. They drive. I have to drive. I can get stopped. Then I'm dead. I'm a dead man. I'm a big black man with 21 and a half inch arms. What if I meet a 180 pound prick? What's going to happen to Tony Atlas? Mm. You tell me. Mm. Will I make it up? Will I go home that night? Tony, can I ask you something? You you worked you worked with with that Boston wrestling. I, I'm assuming for a little over a year. Are right. you are you are you startled that after just a couple of weeks of not being on the show with him that he's gone public? Because I wouldn't even know about this honestly if I hadn't heard him. You know, kind of kind of 
taking shots at you, and I thought to myself, wow, is that all Tony Atlas has afforded is a couple of weeks before somebody goes public and starts firing shots at him? You worked with him for a year. Were you taken aback by that at least, or? No. No. Okay. No. no. To be honest with you, no. See, when I got, uh, you, you'll probably hear about this guy called Larry Hunter. Larry Hunter, so people know who he is. He used to run shows up here in Maine. And uh, he did the carnivals and stuff. Me and Larry worked together. You know, you know, the pay was not a big pay, but Larry come back, picked me up at my house. You know, my wife loves him. You know, we like family. You know, we I've been known Larry for twenty years, twenty years. Okay, so I stopped promoting, and Larry took over where I left off at up here in Maine. Maine was on different people than anywhere you want to go. You know, we kind of like one big family up here. Hmm. There's no black people in Maine. There's no white people in Maine. There's no rich people in Maine. There's no poor people in Maine. There's no gay in Maine. There's no, Maine is the way life should be. And once I, when I first came to Maine, this little kid saw me and he told his dad about it. So I went in my house, I had an apartment there, me and my wife. And the kid knocked on the door. My wife said, somebody want to see you. And my wife had his big, Glowing smile on the face because she loved kids, you know, and animals and flowers and all that. The first day I met my wife, she had me out there planting them freaking rose bushes every freaking way, you know, that dumb woman. But anyway, the, 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 uh, I unlocked my door, I signed the kid all the way up and took a picture of it, and the father turned to me and he asked me this Why you lock your door? I said, Told you to lock yours. <laughs> you know, damn, it's in my life, you know. And, and he said, uh, only when I'm out of town or go to sleep, 